podcast spooky movie seasons back we are the oh i don't have an intro for us y'all but um i'm here it's jesse it's gabriel he's laughing hello folks the folks in our live stream they see that they've got them in, in the chuckles and uh we have robbie here hello we i don't really know how to approach this but we've been gone for a while it's been a year right unofficial official episode it's almost like i felt like i felt like treating this episode like a david lynch film in the fact that robbie would just been here talking like you've always been part of the podcast from the beginning right it is a recast figured we'd have him interrogate a monkey yeah (laughs) oh man (laughs) so yeah it's like it's like mom holland drive right like all of a sudden or like lost highway all of a sudden character switch actor switch and it's playing the same role and then we're here so it's that's where we're at with robbie um <laughs> you you've been part of this podcast for months yeah one, yeah. one could yeah. say it's, it's getting close to like half a year we just have really? well, in, <laughs> in in discussion um <laughs> right yeah. yeah but we haven't dropped any episodes in a while um, we are a, a movie podcast that focuses on spooky movie month, so like Halloween, where we come around once a year. But but we we plan to fix it. <laughs> we plan to get that back on track. We've been gone while we've been recording some stuff in the background. There's been a lot of drama and turmoil with us and corporate um, relationships have fallen apart. We have recorded some content, but that's still kind of being wait to be cleared. Um, but in the meantime. Um, we would be remiss if we were silent during spooky movie month. Um, this is like, this would be our third time around, right? Third spooky movie. Yes. Yeah. Spooky, spooky movie month three. So I'll say this corporate, send your lawyers, send your cease and desist. But I know we have a, this period of wait time that we're supposed to be waiting out. But um, we're not going to be quiet for Spooky Movie Month. And we have some movies to talk about. So that's our plan today, if we're okay with it. Yeah. Um, they, they, they could not retain the rights to our bits. The only thing they got was the name of the podcast. Yeah. And so things are the changes are coming. We got some things in the pipeline. Robbie's been a part of it um, since, since it all went down. Um, Trevor be damned. We got him. And hopefully those, those episodes will find the light of day soon. But right now they, they're, they're stuck in corporate's clutches and vaults. So, um, we're kind of going rogue and putting movie month, spooky movie month talk out there. That's really all I kind of, we'll, we'll jump in from there. Yep. Okay. So that's our plan. No, no games today. No greats, not greats. We're just... We do a 31. Well, Gabriel, this has kind of been your 
like your challenge. You've always been more successful than I at it. Of thirty one movies, thirty one days. At least, right? Yeah. At the least. the goal is to at, at least, least a a film for each day in the month of October. It's really a challenge because it's Saturdays are just lost to college football. That's mm. literally what that's what I spend my Saturdays doing on top of busing children back and forth to their various Saturday activities. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's really I'm really confined to six out of the seven days and, you know, I do have to work, so you know, there's five of those days where, you know, bulk of the day is just just not available for watching <laughs> spooky movies. But you put the time in, you put the work in, you make it happen. Put in some late nights, you know, put in some long hours. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a little disclosure of the movies I'll talk about. The, you know, I have a similar thing. One, I, I, I don't, luckily, um, sports don't fall on my radar much. So my weekends are when I make up the time the movie time but, but i will say yeah. in, in just being honest I'm, I'm trying my best to keep up with 31 challenge i did really well last year because we had our bingo card actually our, yeah. our last major episode was the bingo card episode and uh yeah we both passed 31 um but this time i think around, you did better on the bingo card than i did i did i, I did pretty well I was surprised i was really into it last year um had more time i guess but this year I've been picking up a lot of late night films and there's been there's also been some mid movie naps in a couple of these Oof. films. I won't name which one. You ones. gotta go back and like start them over? No, like or, I, like start it from where you left off? It, it depends I'll say this, it depends on the film. There's been a couple that I'm like I I've I've seen this one. I know what happens. I can I can miss that twenty minutes. <laughs> like like uh Hocus Pocus two? Oof. I'm not a Hocus Pocus guy. I haven't... I, I, from what I hear, part two wasn't the the return folks had hoped for. Have you really oh, seen I, part one? I've never seen part one. Oh, okay. Are you a... Uh, I mean... Are, are you a Hokey Pokey, um, Robbie? I was when I was like 10 or whatever, you know, that time was, but... I wasn't like never a huge fan, but I definitely watched it a few times with my family. So is Can't number say I've seen one. Are, are, but, is so number two happening? No, you? I don't like. <laughs> I haven't. If I'm gonna watch a spooky movie, mm -hmm. I'm actually gonna you know, use my time wisely. But, you should probably actually watch one that's that's actually spooky. Right. Exactly. And so um, for for our folks at home, Robbie. You know, kind of also filling the JB void. You know, kind of fitting the character. Um, spooky movies not aren't quite. Into, yeah, yeah, they're not in your wheelhouse. Yeah, like, it's the personal growth that's happening over a few years now. I go see scary movies in the theaters sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. You know, I like we'll your take emphasis that. on sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no, so we, 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 you know, you're here, so just feel chime in, and, and you know, um. Kind of, uh, yeah, I want to say I apologize in advance for Gabriel and I, but we, we get into it. I'm ready. This yeah. this is exhausting this this month also at the same time. it's. It, I mean, it. yeah, it's a little, because it's, I mean, normal, any normal month, any given month, right? It's. I mean, I still probably watch, like, 
15 to 20 films in a month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, it's like, I have to, I allow myself to rewatch certain things if I haven't seen it in a certain number of years. Yeah. Right. Or it's just trying to find new things and not necessarily new, new, but like new to me, to something yeah. that I glossed mm-hmm. over and, you know, you're filling, you're filling some gaps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, filling, filling some gaps with some stuff that I wrote off as probably not being very good. Yeah. And, uh, you know, coming back to it and either getting confirmation that it was not very good yeah. or uh, finding out maybe I was wrong. Yeah, I'm gonna have a lot of a lot more free time now that uh, baseball season's over since the Rays are no good. Rays are out. So my, yeah. nights, my nights were taken up by baseball games, but I'm free to watch. Well, the just games. just jump on that Braves bandwagon and and ride ride that team back to the the World Series is what I'm really It's the Braves. I do have a Braves hat just because, so you know, I'll stick with it. <laughs> I mean, tied one one right now. Uh, <laughs> Game three on Friday. As long as it's not the Yankees or the Dodgers, it's all I care about. Exactly. That's and so that's why you gotta you gotta root for the Braves. <laughs> I'll jump They're on the, the Dodger I'm Killers. I mean, they should really change their team name um, and get rid of that uh, yeah. that that hand gesture thing. The chop, yeah. um, but you We're know, I, mean, I, I did grow up with with this was the only team I could watch games for. Yeah, TBS Superstation. Up. Yeah. That's it. That's right. Every now and again, you know, could get get some WGN Superstation action, yeah. and I would watch the White Sox or the Cubs or the Cubs. Cubbies, yeah. No, I mean back but then, if back the then, can get rid of the devil, then the Braves can get rid of their uh, their chop. You know, that's true. I don't know. <laughs> if they went back to back series, like it might be tough. Yeah. To, to convince them that they should make some changes. That's fair. But no, yeah, we come from an era when uh. The Rays or Marlins didn't even exist. The the, right. the Atlanta Braves were the only Southern team in in this region of the the country. That's what my dad was a he was a Reds fan before the Rays existed. So I'm by association Foxy. a Reds mm-hmm. fan, but they're like the worst team in baseball. So you know I'm not gonna even attempt to be you know even a real fan there. So. This this is not a baseball podcast though. Wait, no. you know what, gonna... but it is refreshing without corporate watching over us. Like when we'd get those notes, like you got off track, and, you know, no baseball talk, no this talk. So it's refreshing that we're allowed to do it. But you're right, it's not baseball. It's spooky movie month. Um, but right. no, I agree with you, Gabriel. Like this is a chance, though it is exhausting. It's it's the obligation of having to like try to meet that 31 movies. Like last night, I watched a film. And I enjoyed it, but it was, you know, there's a little bit of that obligation element, but it is a great time, a great excuse to revisit things, um, movies I'd seen before because I'm under the guidance. So I try to do a mix of, like you said, new discoveries, um, and revisits. Um, when I think in normal months, I might not be compelled to go watch, say, I know what you did last summer. Um, but, but this time around I did. So it's it's good for that and and for filling gaps and I'll follow up with more on later because we'll kind of talk about our second half of the month goals because we're at the halfway point. Um, I'm not at 15 movies. This is what October 13th. I'm not even at 13. Um, but I am I am I'm I'm pushing it. Yeah, you're always. This is the, I I feel like I, 
typically I've always been like a, you know, that final sprint, that final mile. I kind of dig a little deeper. But um, but one of my goals, which I'll talk about when we talk about kind of our second half goals, is I realized um, I think Argento is my every year now I want to pick up a new Dario Argento film. We last last year we did Deep Red, which I don't think mm-hmm. it's not one of the greats. Though the more I've sat with that film, I think that's one very that, good. That film might be a great. I think we messed up, but. Um, I, I, haven't, I haven't stopped thinking about Deep Red since I've last watched Deep Red. And so now I want to pick yeah. up a new Argento this year. I'm watching Suspiria tomorrow mm-hmm. night at a local theater. Robbie doesn't want to go. But... Um, <laughs> oh, <is> <laughs> Robbie <laughs> would rather continue yeah. to you know, support the Build growth really, of his, yeah. his relationship, his relationship um, instead of going to see one of the, the greatest yeah. horror films of the the Jallo, yeah, with uh, one of the great bands, I could have you know planned around it, but it's true. Yeah. I did invite him earlier this morning. Um, it's true. <laughs> it's more on me, but uh, yeah, one of the greatest soundtracks as well. Um, but no, yeah. yeah. So so I'm seeing Suspiria and, and Goblin did Deep Red. They did Suspiria in the soundtrack, um, but I'm thinking about picking up Inferno. I'm getting ahead of our goal setting, but Inferno might be this year's Argento. Yeah. Even though yeah. um, Goblin didn't do that that soundtrack, but anyway, but yeah, that's like the filling in the gaps. Like I want to fill in, um, and I feel now every year I'm going to pick up a new Dario Argento. But yeah, it's not. I mean, it's not a bad bad goal to have. I mean, yeah, there could be worse goals, right? I mean, he he has a, a there. There's a new. Uh, I know he's written a new screenplay and, and directing I, a new film from what i hear everything post dracula 3d is rough i that's yeah that that tracks but uh there there was a new argento film released this year uh mm. called dark glasses mm. listen i'll work my way up to it i'm still in like 78 or 79 right now whenever inferno came out so i'll uh because I'll admit, that's a whole, like, apart from Deep Red, apart from Suspiria, I, I don't think I've seen, I've seen more like Mario Bava and some of the um, other folks. Um, Have you seen Tenebre? No. But I believe that's, this, I don't know if it, that's yeah. the right way to say that or not, but yeah. But, yeah, the, like, late, early 80s. Uh, no, I haven't seen that or Phenomenon. Um, and, and again, Goblin did both of those soundtracks. What about... Bird with the Crystal Plumage yeah, or Cat Yeah, I, I saw Tales. that at some point. And yeah, I've seen those. I've seen his earlier 70s stuff, but I haven't... The, his 80s work, I really haven't dipped my toe in. You should definitely check out the Tenebrae. Man, so that's going to make it tough. So maybe I'll do that instead of Inferno. I mean, I could do both. I mean, but... I don't think you can go... I don't think you can go wrong. Yeah. But... I would... That's, I think, I think there's, there's something, uh, I think there's something a little more, I don't know, engaging and enjoyable um, with that one than Inferno. Okay. Well, listen, the fact that Goblin's on it does the soundtrack is Goblin didn't do Inferno. They took a break on that one. Um, That's reason for entry alone. Um, so, because I'm really in this, as we were talking on a Discord, 
really on this goblin kick right now as well for Spooky Movie Month. As you should be. Yeah, I mean, goblins should be on <laughs> spinning regularly, but um, sadly it isn't. So, Spooky Movie Month, let's just run over what we've watched so far. Let's play catch-up. I'll start with you, Gabriel. Do you want to just do back and forth? We'll bring our candy ratings back. Um, Robbie, you'll chime in whenever you feel. Unless, I don't, have All you right. seen anything? You know, we, we have to operate within the rules, right? Within the boundaries of October. Um, if there, has there been anything September, uh, October-wise, post-September? Um, that my no, fall I'm slacking on the, uh, the movies this, this month. No, they didn't cool. wake you up when September ended and, yeah. and then help tell you to get, get on those spooky movies? Really the one movie I watched this month is Mr. and Mrs. Smith, which I would not categorize as a horror. Well, so. in, in retrospect, though, knowing <laughs> what we know now about that relationship, maybe, yeah. but, you know. maybe that was a horror movie. Yeah, horror adjacent, maybe. <laughs> so those are rules. All those movies you just talked about to my list, so I'm doing my due diligence and you know getting myself homework. Right, yeah, so so maybe for your goal watching, Rob, I'm just making up assignments as we go here, because um, <laughs> we're going to talk goal second half goals at the end of our recap here. Um, maybe we'll mention something that you're like, hey, I'm going to check that film out. That yeah, that y'all. So let's see if any of these spark an interest and say, you know what? I'm going to track that one down. I'll, I'll talk to you guys in two weeks about this one. Yeah. <laughs> Next October. <laughs> Next October. <laughs> All right. So um, we're going to do our candy ratings. Um, for recap, those we, we've been doing this for a while too with our spooky movie month. Um, candy ratings are what they are. Um, they can have as much or as little or no explanation. It's just... As we talk about a film, we'll assign a candy. Can it be made up candy? Yeah. You just assign a thing to it. You can explain your rationale. You choose not to. You don't have to. Um, it can be three Snicker bars and a half-eaten Twizzler. And that you can leave it at that. Um, yeah. But it is sort of my favorite part of Spooky Movie Month for us is our, uh, our candy ratings. Yeah. It really I puts like these it films in a new context. It, so, and, and, it really and then Gabriel, and you, you don't have to. to. Okay. It just really forces you to like kind of be on your toes in the moment and think like, oh, what the hell would I rate this? Yeah. Um, when there is it's, no, and it's completely yeah. arbitrary. So yeah, it's when fun. there's no legend or scale to the candy. That's um, right. Because that in itself is subjective. But um, I'm personally going to go in the order of watching from the beginning of October to present. You're under no obligation to follow that that train of thought. I mean, um, since we are on the thirteenth day, I like I. <clears throat> you know, I can go in order. You don't have to. I'm I, I was just saying. I was just letting you know only because I'll be going through my letterbox, and then so I'm just going to go in my order, that's on there, um, because, it's easier. I was I was thinking I might build towards some of the ones that I, I like, like really I said, really if, enjoyed. Yeah, if you want to do it that way, go for it. I, I just don't have any that I really enjoyed, that were new watches. I'll put it that. Okay. But yeah, just kick us um, off. Kick us off with the film. Yeah, yeah. The, well, so I I will kick us off with the, a, a little 2006 film, um, which I had I had never I I did not watch this previously because I knew 
I felt like I knew what it was, and I was not wrong in my assumption of what it was. Um, it's a little remake of a 1973 film, I believe, um, called The Wicker Man, starring oh. one Nicolas Cage. Um, this is the there new... are two different versions of this film of the Nicolas Cage one. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, they completely different endings. Okay. I've never seen uh, full disclosure. I've never seen either Wicker Man. Oh, so. oh man. the the original Wicker Man is really good. Yeah, like it's a really good classic '70s horror film. Um, holy shit! Is this this just off the rails from the jump? Like, it's. It is only enjoyable in how absurdly ridiculous the acting is. Like, it's a lot of yelling at people for no reason. A, a lot of stepping over other people's lines. And I just have to assume that our director, Neil LeBute, was that's yeah. what he was asking for. Um, this this is just... I, I mean, I don't... This is like a... a it's like a... Jesus Christ. Um, it is... It's it's like a Reese's Cup that like was produced in 1987 and is clearly well past its like date of consumption. The chocolate has like... It's it's more white than it is. Uh, it has that like white film on oh, top it's, of it. It's, the chocolate it's, it's crumbling. <laughs> <laughs> has that white film on it. But it's also just it's someone has injected it with acid, like <laughs> like or or methamphet methamphetamine. This wow. is it's a it is a well past its prime Reese's cup stuffed with amphetamine methamphetamine. Jeez. That's what this film is. Wow. It's funny I mean, it's, Neil Levine it's insane. It's has insane. a film on my I want to see list uh, for the month. I want to see the recently released House of Darkness um, starring Justin Long. Um, it's, I don't know much about it. Justin Long shows up at a house and bad, crazy things happen. But um, it's a Neil Levine film. So, yeah. So that's the connection there. But it's definitely on my, yeah, it's Kate Bosworth and Justin Long. Yeah. Um, House of Darkness. I, it, yeah. I mean, it's seriously, like, I, and this is this is the di this is like the dichotomy that is Nick Cage as an actor, right? I mean, we we previously discussed the film Pig and yes. how brilliant that is and how good he is in Pig, mm -hmm. and this is just like, I I don't know if he was actually in the scenes with the other people he's acting with. Right. Or if he was just in a room by himself, yelling and screaming into a void. Huh. Yeah. I mean, every, a every, every line is screamed. He doesn't wait for anyone to react to anything he said. And he immediately goes to at least a level 10, if not a level 12 in, in talking to anyone. There's a whole episode of TV that asks, is Nick Cage a good actor or not? For the community <laughs> fans out there. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> like, 
It's an unanswerable question. Yeah, and this is obviously the movie with that famous, like, the bees are like, oh, the bees. bees. <laughs> yeah, the bees meme. Uh, he, I, I don't, well, it's, this isn't going to ruin anything because you don't know when it happens. He straight up cold cocks this woman, doesn't say one word to her, but straight punches her right in her yeah. face. Like, two seconds. Just unbelievable. Just insane. And he's in the weirdest oversized suit I've ever seen anyone wear. <laughs> see, all it's this just, stuff is just selling it to watch. Like, okay, I gotta see the Wicker. I gotta see, I gotta do the double feature Wicker Man. Like, the Wicker Man he is, original. And, he is a know. cop on an island where he has no jurisdiction, yet he keeps flashing his badge and yelling at people. <laughs> Listen, I'm in. It's, if you want, if you want Crazy Cage, yeah, this is this is prime Crazy Cage. Well, my oldest son is is a, as I mentioned before, a diehard Cage fan. So, um, yeah, maybe this will be a good. Hey, let's let's fill in one of your Cage boxes. So let's uh, let's watch The Wicker Man. So a little father something moment. I really want to call. Those diehard Nick Cage fans, raging Cajuns, <laughs> raging Cajuns. I think but, we can do it. Let's let's. But I it's mean, that's yeah. such a different connotation. It does. It does. <laughs> All right, so I'll move on to um, yeah my first film. So as we were talking in the Patreon pre-show a bit about, um, I've been kind of, I've been without internet for most of Spooky Movie Month up until yesterday. So only one of these films I'll talk about today is available. I mean, some of these are probably available streaming, but I was pulling from the collection. Um, yeah. From physical the, media. Physical media is a thing. And it was, in some ways, it was really nice to revisit um, some things I'd seen before, things I, I used to really like, see if I still like it. And also, as I'm sure we're all guilty of, things in the collection that I never really even watched, but I have it. And so I also had some first-time watches of things I purchased and just shelved. Um, but this first one is one I had seen before, and it was just really meant to, you know, I hung the, I, I'd moved recently, and I hung the new TV on the, hung the TV on the wall. I was like, oh, I got to put something in, and I'd only pulled out the Spooky Movie Month DVDs and Blu-rays out of the box at the time. Mm-hmm. So I revisited a film called Humanoids from the Deep. Um, one of these like Roger Corman, like B movie exploitation type films from the the late seventies, early eighties. Uh, Barbara Peters directed it, but it's really it's it's a it's a take on Jaws meets Creature from the Black Lagoon. Mm-hmm. Um, small. There's a lot. I, I, you know, this viewing, this view. I, I used to really like this movie for the campiness of it and and just the vibe. Um, the, you know, a lot more stuff going on in this than I realized. A lot of just <laughs> local. I mean, it's always been somewhat problematic in the fact that the whole point is these monsters, these humanoids from the deep, coming up and wanting to impreg- impregnate women to spread their species. Um, but there, there's a lot about a, a canning industry happening, about like um, like cultural issues between the locals. Um, and, and the native individuals that live there as well, that they've kind of grown up in the area. Um, movie tries to tackle a lot. It's still mm-hmm. a movie I enjoy um, for, for the campiness and the low budget of it. Um, 
it, it definitely went down a few pegs, but it was one of those things. And for a candy rating, to me, it was a bit kind of like, you know, you, you knock at the house and someone has, like, this grandma or grandpa, we'll say a grandpa, has uh, packaged some stale popcorn he popped and just, like, wrapped it in some plastic wrap and popped it in there. And you know you shouldn't eat it. It's stale. Doesn't taste <laughs> great. You're not even sure what's going on, like, how this was prepared or handled or what's, you know, happening here. But, haphazardly but, packaged and just given yeah. out willy-nilly. But you eat yeah. it because there's yeah. part of you that still kind of finds some comfort in some old stale popcorn. Um, so it's not with humanoids <laughs> from the deep. It, it definitely it fell down, the, the, the pegs down for me a little bit. Um, but, but still this sort of uniquely weird, campy um, horror movie that they just don't, they, yeah, you just don't really see anymore so humanoids from the deep kicked off my my spooky movie month nice nice and um then, yeah yeah no that's it yeah did you did you want to go did you want to go second uh, and, i felt and like then... i felt like maybe we do the two and back right does it feel that way oh yeah go ahead let's <laughs> probably you feel that way, right you feel yeah. it um but this one's real the quick <laughs> robbie was like really it's how he was very I mean, you know, obviously this is a podcast that so people can't see Rob, but Robbie seemed very enthralled with trying to wrap his mind around what the fuck you were talking about with humanoids from the deep. Yeah, yeah. I was reading that on the books, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's an interesting little film. I, I came upon it years and years ago, early when Gabriel and I first met. It was like, on, it was like IFC um, when we used to kind of watch movies on TV um, and cable. We all had cable. IFC did like midnight movies in Hall during October, and they played Humanoids from the Deep. And I was like, "This is interesting." Humanoids from the Deep was one of those movies that I grabbed off the five for five rack at yeah. the video store when yeah. I was maybe like sixteen. Okay, yeah. Um, so that would that would have been like nineteen, like nineteen ninety four ish. So mm -hmm. it was already fourteen years old at that point. Um. But just bonkers, like, makes little to no sense. They're trying to be heady with, like, social commentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but just doesn't quite pull itself together in no. the context of that film. No. But, but it, it's just kind of a fun watch. But like I said, some of it's uncomfortable, obviously. Um, when you're dealing with it's a rapey, when, it's a really dealing, rapey. When you're dealing film. with when you're dealing with monster rape, the, the, that stuff's a, a bit uncomfortable. Um, real quick, while well, simultaneously of, trying to like portray women as strong characters, yeah, you know, mm -hmm. you, the the lead scientist is a is a woman. Mm -hmm. it, it's, no, it's, it's like you can't it, really walk both sides of the fence no. on this one. And and if you watch the, I mean, I have the like the Blu-ray. The I don't know if it's shout that's out. a Blu-ray. Yeah, this is like a special, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going off the dome here, but a special, like, not Shout Factory or Scream. Like, one of those DVD companies, it's not Vinegar Blue Syndrome. Blue, like, Blue but, Wave or... But they gave, well, they did this whole slew of Roger Corman films, since he was, like, a producer and all this stuff. Um, no, but they did this special wave of releasing his films on Blu-ray, um, these sort of cult classic 
things, if you will. But anyway, so some behind the scenes with them, apparently even like Barbara Peters who directed it, there was a lot of kind of back and forth between um, the movie she was trying to make, but then also the pressure she was of the things she, you know, the, the, the sex and nudity that needed to be put in there as well. Um, yeah, yeah. As well, so. No, no, so that, yeah, this was, this was Shout Factory. Shout Factory, yeah. They did a whole line yeah. of kind of special release, kind of like, kind of what Vinegar Syndrome does now with all yes. their, their things. Um, a real quick. There are a couple to, of different. Yeah, a couple back, of different um, companies, doing companies that, now. that do kind of thing deal. Um, real quick to reset the palette, I still wanted that late '80s vibe, campy horror, but kind of fun, um, but something a little, little more lighthearted. I revisited George A. Romero's Creep Show, uh-huh. um, and just went through those shorts. That was a favorite as a kid, and. Um, all of those are great, all the little shorts w- within that. Um, and if you haven't seen Creepshow, it's, I don't know, to me, that there was like that and the Twilight Zone, the movie, were like just two things as a, as a young kid that you just saw. Um, there's, they're, they're innocent enough that they're kind of a little timeless. They're a little campy. Stephen King's in one, because I think he wrote most or all of Leslie these. Leslie Nielsen's in that. Yeah. Um, Ted Danson is in one of the shorts. So, it's... Creepshow was a fun one. Well, I, th- I think... I think King wrote the screenplay for I think he did. Creep I think Joe, you're right. For all I... of them, yeah. And he stars in one, the one where the meteor crash lands in his backyard and everything gets consumed with plants, um, and including himself. Um, yeah. A weird plant disease. And this one... This one I felt my candy rating is just your General Mills monster cereal treats. You know, like now you see in the grocery store, not just monsters, not just Count Chocula or anything anymore. Now you can get the gummies. You can get, they make little like um, Reese, like the the Reese bars things. Um, the, what the hell are those things called? Rice Krispie treats. Rice Krispie treats. They oh, make like a oh, Rice, Rice Krispie, Krispie treat, like made out of it's monster like cereal. Berry or yeah, blueberry or something. So okay. this, any of those monster cereal treats is 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 what you get with Creepshow. Yeah. So that's how it kicked yeah. off. Those those were my 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 first double feature back to back. Okay. I think you just dropped three on us. Why the humanoids and Creepshow? Did I mention something it, else? I thought I don't know. We'll play back. We'll play back the tape. <laughs> no, no. But I think we talked about some some things in there. But yeah, just humanoids and creep show. Um. So. Yeah, I. Uh, with my. One of the things I have tried to do with my nine and ten year old daughters is gently ease them into the world of of you know horror or 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 camp um and they they latched on to many years ago the nightmare before christmas um Mm -hmm. when they would only watch animated things um they still love love that um corpse bride was another one but uh, i think maybe two years ago was the first time 
that was like I was like okay well what's a what's a live action you know kind of segue into this world of horror and and it was it was Disney's Hocus Pocus oh yeah you know so so you know we got we got witches we got at night you know 1993's Hocus Pocus uh Bette Midler uh you know Sarah Jessica Parker and Catherine and Jimmy. Um, well, lo and behold, twenty nine years later, we get a sequel. Yeah. Uh, to to Hocus Pocus. Um, cleverly titled Hocus Pocus Two. The Boogaloo. I wish it were the Electric Boogaloo, I, or even the Bugaboo. Or the you know? bo- or the Boogaloo. <laughs> the Boogaloo. <laughs> Um, this, this may be one of the, uh, it's like most contrived kind of like, hey, you know, this was a big thing. We managed to figure out a way to get the cast back together. We want to bring in some new faces. I mean, I, I will say this, like, from a diversity perspective, I think they they added, you know, they they did bring together a more diverse cast, particularly with the younger characters. Um, Sam Richardson, who is just one of one of my favorites anytime he pops up anywhere. Uh, love him in uh, the <laughs> I Think You Should Leave. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> series with Tim Robinson, I believe the other series that were in together was called like the Detroiters. Um, but he's in this, and Tony Hale uh, is in mm. this. Um, you know, Tony Hale from Arrested Development and Beep. I I had higher hopes for this. I believe my my kids thought it was okay mm-hmm. i think they they enjoyed it enough um but this is this is it's this is those those little um it's like you either get the the black wax wrapper or the orange mm-hmm. wax wrapper mm-hmm. yeah um those, but it's the, yep. the little it's supposed to be peanut flavored it's peanut butter flavored toffee, yeah. like taffy mm-hmm. um it's basically the candy no one wants to eat it is the candy no one wants to eat it's 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 there. It looks like Halloween, but mm-hmm. the minute you bite it, you're it. like, "Oh mm-hmm. God, this is the worst." Yeah. <laughs> That's what this movie is. That's what Hocus Pocus Two is. It is. It's the 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 peanut butter taffy in the orange and black wax paper, and it just it's just stuck in your teeth, mm-hmm. and you want it to let go, and it doesn't. And that's that's what this and that's what this movie was. Me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't have much to say. Like, I, I, I think we're. On, I don't think we're on the pre-show. I think we're here actually in the show, right? We mentioned it with Robbie a little bit earlier, but I just don't have any. Yeah, reference like Hocus Pocus. It's not on my radar. I've never seen the first hey. one. And yeah. So I'm just it like, was... it was one of those things. I'm like, there's so many other crappy movies I need to see. That I feel obligated to watch. In like, 1993, I was yeah. I was 15. I was a grown, pubescent, yeah. non-man child, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm not watching that. 
I watch real horror movies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you but know, I, I watch movies with real witches. But that's not like, negative came out. You know, it was a pretty big part of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but see, that's the thing. I mean, again, I don't know much, and we don't need to get too much into hocus pocus, but. It, oh, no. it, it's originally no, it wasn't I, supposed to be like a, a, it wasn't the original idea was a more movie about witches and a little more horror focused uh, Mick Jarvis um, had, had originally from what I hear like it was a real witch movie versus a, a Disney-fied more kid movie yeah no the, the original was very much about like like bringing back these witches, yeah. you know, and, but I'm saying even before they filmed to... it, it was supposed to be yeah. more like PG 13 R rated versus uh, what it was. But, well, but before, but, yeah. even, even with what it ended up being, it was yeah. very much a witch, it was a film about witches. I got right? you. Yeah. And, um, you know, but, but All yeah, right. uh, like it, it, I think at that point though, I like when I want, if I wanted to watch something about witches, I was like, Witches of Eastwick, like yeah. uh, Halloween three, season of the witch, you know, like give me, give me real, like give me some terrifying witch shit. Yeah. Like. No, it's just like we're in a weird yeah. spot, and it's just like, like we're in this weird place with movies. Like, and it's hard to say if any of it's really that good, but we're we're in this weird place where anything from twenty plus years ago that anyone kind of loved you get some sort of bastardized version of it later um nowadays and, and we see it with this we see it with some of the movies i've a movie i've watched um though it's more than 20 years this month a movie i really want to see um we've seen it with ghostbusters and some of the other. it's just like a weird spot like we get these half-assed versions of things but it's gonna sell it's gonna be amazing yeah, but maybe at the same time, but I'm like, hey, if there's a little bit of comfort there, we'll give it to whoever wants it sure. or needs it. Yeah. Who Look, am I to, I, like, every, thumb my nose up at it? But every I'm like, I'm not band watching Hocus that Focus. I love seems to be having a reunion tour and or a 25th anniversary of That's X what I mean. album we're, tour. We're in this weird place, and I, it feels more I'm like than... I'm old. Yeah, it feels more than it's ever been, and then part of me does think about that. I'm like, oh, maybe, is it because I'm old now? I just see it, and what was this like for people who are now in their 60s, who are in their 40s, 20 years ago? Did they have similar feelings? It just feels like we're in a heightened level of just revisiting. I'll let you know how it is for me in 20 years. Yeah, right, right. Or, but even someone like you, Robbie, who's getting repackaged versions of our youth and childhood, you know what I mean? Yeah. Versus... Where's the new Hocus? Like, is there is there a Hocus Pocus right now? Not Hocus Pocus. But you know what I mean? That's going to be Hocus Pocus 20 years from now when whatever part two comes out. Right, yeah. Is it going to be Hoobie Halloween? <laughs> I don't know. I hope we get another Hoobie Halloween. <laughs> Do we get Hoobie Halloween in 20 years? 20 years. <laughs> the struggle is that, well, that, that was everything now is not original That's what IP. I mean. Yeah. It's, so, yeah. So it's, it's just in a weird third. place. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, to... it's it's Top Gun Maverick to lesser degrees. Yeah, right. So I don't know. That's so that's why I find Hocus Pocus too. It's just in that same realm. And again, I have a movie to share in a little bit that that falls in that same category as Hocus Pocus too. Um, and I have 
mostly positive things to say about it. So it's even though it's it's a non good movie. <laughs> so. so so staying in the vein of of like oh you know palatable spooky movie month films that that I can watch with my children. Um, we we did watch uh, 2015's Goosebumps. Mm, okay. The, you know the the mm-hmm. the Jack Black film. Uh, you know, loosely built around the books of R.L. Stein. I I thought the premise was interesting enough. Um, does it really like you know bring it home? Um. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's 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 not what I want in in a horror film. Um, but I I would say like this the the acting's fine. The screenplay is fine. It's <laughs> it's just a very all around fine film. It's it's very mediocre fine film. Um, this this is that it's. Well, it's a little, it's a little twisty too. It's a little twisty roll of Smarties. Yeah. You know, it's sugar. Yeah, you don't complain it's about sugar. Smarties. You don't ask for Smarties. No, no you one, don't complain about them. Nobody gets super excited about Smarties. <laughs> no one complains about Smarties. Yeah. And that's that's Smarties. what this this is. It's a little twisty tube of you yeah. know Smarties. You only eat Smarties once a year. You only watch Goosebumps once a year, at most. Or once. Once ever. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, I'll keep us in the vein. I'm, I'm going to break my rule. I'm, I'm jumping out of order, but I'll. Um, it's funny. You, I have this thought, like with kids in the house too, with the younger child. I'm teenagers, but then I also have a ten year old. With the ten year old, the teenagers, I'm like, what, what, let's watch whatever. Like, let's go. Um, like, where's the blood and guts? Yeah, time. Like, where's, you know, where's the gore? Time to grow up. Watch this. Um, but for the 10 year old, it's and especially when it's on the weekend and you're trying to figure out what can I watch, um, when he's around and, yeah. and potentially either watch with me or stumble into the room. So I'll, I'll do two out of order that fit that category. Cause the, the well, there's one other one that does, but I, I knew you wouldn't like it. Um, but the first one I'll talk about is 1941's The Wolfman, um, I had never seen it. I have the Universal Monsters Blu-ray box set. You've never seen it? I've never seen The Wolfman. because Because when I have the box set, I want to watch Dracula. I want to watch Frankenstein. I want to watch Bride of Frankenstein. I want to watch um, Creature from the Black Lagoon. I don't watch... There's a reason why these are staples (laughs) in the horror monster genre agreed but because I, universal did such a good they fucking it. job they killed it in making those films and i almost did it again this month i i pulled off the box set i said okay all right i'm not gonna touch frankenstein or brighter frankenstein because that's what i always go to and then i was like oh let's just do creature from the black lagoon that's one of my favorites too didn't i put it back in Pulled out Wolfman, which still kind of stuck in the because it's one of those like cardboard boxes sleeves. Yeah, um, I have the same box set. It was still stuck in in the crevice of the glue. Um, it, it had <laughs> never it had never been removed in I don't know seven years, eight years. <laughs> so I had to clean off the glue off the Blu-ray. Um, oh man! But no, the Wolfman is great. Lon Chaney. Yeah. Oh my God! It's it's great. Um, it's a quick 70 minutes. 
um, my 10 year old who sat in the other room, watched the entire thing as well, but watched it a room away. Um, only because I think he's a little worried that it might be too spooky and scary, but, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little ashamed to say I'd neglected the Wolfman as long as I did. And, um, that one was great. I'll give that one, you know, speaking of peanut butter candy, those, the, that hard peanut butter candy that's, it's in a wrapper, it's white covered, but then it's almost like a butterfinger, but without the chocolate, um, they're these like just little butter um, peanut butter bar things. They're a little crumbly. Like a chicka stick? Kinda it's kind of like a the... chicka stick, but it has a white. I know. Covering. I'm trying to. Is it. What is that called? Like, at, like, I think it's like. I looked it up. I think like Atkins makes it. Atkins peanut butter bar. This is like penny candies like, at this point. Yeah. You're talking about old ass candy. It's an old like, ass it's... candy. And it's one of those you don't think you're going to like it, but it's but delicious. It's delicious. It's, it's just it's like wafered said, layers of peanut yeah, butter. Yeah, and they kind of flake yeah. off. So like I said, it's like the Butterfinger minus the chocolate covering. Um, and that was the Wolfman. The other one I watched that was completely kid-friendly but um, did not get any kid interest was um, a film by Mario Bava, who I'm a big Bava fan. fan. I go bonkers for Bava. The, the kids... Fucking, they're supposed to love Baba. Yeah, why don't they into Mario Baba? Come on, <laughs> get get on board with Baba. Uh, but this isn't Bay of Blood or um, Black Sunday type Mario Baba. This is more sci-fi horror. But he did a film called Planet of the Vampires, um, which is closer to the Thing, um, if if anything. But really cool set design. It came out in '65. Um, totally like. 60s sci-fi horror show up on a planet these um people aliens creatures start taking over people but you don't know if you're taking over like the thing and mm -hmm. um it's a neat little movie it's, it's a little closer to horror adjacent it's not really vampires that are in there but it's it's close enough but um but it's also 100 kid friendly so if, if it's on the tv and you're watching it they'll probably be more bored um, than anything, but it's, sure. but, but I definitely enjoy it. Definitely not in my, my Bava hall of fame. It's not going in the top five of Bava films, but, but I definitely enjoyed it. It's a DVD I've had forever, but never watched it. I think I bought it like at the library, like when, or, you know, when libraries like get rid of their movies. Um, and for the yes. candy, I'm just going to give this, I'm just going to give this some, uh, some wax vampire fangs. Um, you know, you get those little wax. Yeah, so you go and expecting candy, <laughs> those, and somebody throws like yeah. and they're like, "Here, kid, there's some lips. vampire things." It's those big that, red like, lips. Halloween's over, yep. but uh, here you go. This is you know for now or next year or to go in the trash, whatever it is you want to do with yeah, it. Yeah, you, you you put it in your mouth for a minute, and it's just it's waxy and it's kind of fun but kind of gross. So that's that's Planet of the Vampires, wax vampire teeth. So those, are my, those are my two for now. Now, you now you're like it's it's like oof, uh, vampires that aren't vampires, and it, it just it makes me think of Twilight. Yeah, well, th this is definitely I'll put this above Twilight. Oh, that it's it, well, there there aren't it, many it's things. Funny, that it's would funny be... because it's funny this movie. It's no real big spoilers here. <clears throat> um, Planet of the Vampires from 1965. The the funniest part 
is um, the movie ends with sort of like this thing, like these vampires taking over crew, mem- crew members. Um, mm-hmm. And they're looking for a place to go because their ship, the spaceship is now like low on fuel and they can't get back to their home planet. The, the vampire things. Um, so they find this very primitive planet in another solar system. Um, that's three planets away from a sun. And, um, it, then it shows on their little telescope, a picture of New York city. And they're like, Oh yes, this primitive species, um, you know, we just, can definitely this, live here. So it's just a funny, comical. This just ending. sounds like uh, it. It's like a G-rated version of Life Force. Yeah, it, it definitely has strong of Life Toby Force Hooper's vibes. Life Force, yes. like that's what Which we talked about last album. year. It's very Space Life vampires. Force. Minus, yes, it, it, it is minus Life Force. the weird, uh, all the sexiness. Yeah, yeah. There's no. Yeah. We need to lure the space people. We need to lure the people in, the astronauts in, with the sexy vampire, space vampire. Man, I'd I thought about revisiting Life Force. Oh man, because that was so great last year. Robbie, have you seen Life Force? I've never even heard of it. <laughs> oh man, you're in for a treat, my friend. Are are you fam- are you familiar with the director Toby Hooper? I can't say I am. Directed Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He did. Again, not not a horror guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm well, a rookie amateur in this genre. Well, well, Life Force is a is a bonkers movie. <laughs> <laughs> that it is. Uh, oh man. Uh, Man, you okay? So, even if you're not a horror guy, I think you should you should check out. You should just be into Toby Hooper. I agree. I'll say the uh, Letterbox homepage looks very, very interesting. I'm not sure. Very horror can... heavy for sure. Oh yeah, no that that that's on brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> that. Well, and that's not far off from the film poster for Planet of the Vampire. It's true. It's true. Um. But Hooper was kind of a, like he he was a guy that kind of played by his own rules. Like he made the films he wanted to make, um, and when he would end up in a situation where like, oh, it's like, well, no, you have to do this in order to do the other thing you want to do. He's like, yeah, well, fine, fuck it, I'll do this. Yeah. Um, right. but we're we're gonna crank this shit out in like six days, and I'm gonna go do the other thing. Um, no, oh man, Hooper, such such a. Oh, anyway, yeah. watch like good place that's be watching his movies. What's that? A good place to start would be watching his movies. I would say a Poltergeist is maybe the good place to start there. Yeah, Poltergeist is a great okay. place. Um, start with Poltergeist, and if if you're or Invaders from Mars, which is a remake of a of it, it's one we spoke about last yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Um, but he he did direct that, and that that is a remake of a sci-fi film from the fifties. But you kind of get a vibe for like his aesthetic and like yeah. kind of the way he looks at cinema. And if you if you can stomach those two, then I say Texas Chainsaw Massacre 
and life force for sure. That's it. Just I can do get in there. Horror and violence. It's honestly like jump scared. You know, but tell you the truth. Stuff. Like I mean, I know Texas Chainsaw is you know his go-to, but part two, Texas Chainsaw Two, is is it's it's the comedy that the the original is supposed to be. It's bonkers. Yeah. Like Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two is bonkers. Um. I would say Texas Chainsaw Massacre is the only one that kind of has these jump scares. I think yeah. everything else, um, at least in those that I named, right? Like, you, you don't get get these like these jump scares that that kind of come with it. Um, oh man, that's I completely derailed everything because <laughs> like oh. <laughs> Planet of the Vampires. No, you're right. No, life Planet, Force. It's definitely Life Force meets the thing, no question. Right, so well, there's even yeah. there's even some of that element in in Life Force in there that is, like yeah. there's a bit of possession, right? Mm-hmm, there is, yeah. Um, so weird, weird, weird. Maybe, maybe. Oh, I wonder if that like was part of the inspiration for. Anyway, um. Just gonna j- jump right back into it to where things things you know were left off. Um, we're kind of moving up the 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 scale of the quality of scale. Yeah, quality. Yeah. Um, I I watched 2022's sequel as it, it's billed as a sequel. Speaking of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Um, to Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 48 years after Texas Chainsaw Massacre, called Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Naturally. Uh, this is, I believe this is a Netflix film. I, I think it's a Netflix exclusive. Uh, it's, it's based on a Fetty Alvarez story, um, which I, I do really like what Fetty Alvarez has done with kind of uh reworking certain pre-existing um kind of franchises in in horror uh particularly like the evil dead uh mm-hmm. his his remake or reimagining of evil dead i thought was really different and and good um the the don't breathe uh at least the original don't breathe film i thought was really great uh but but yeah so he he is responsible for this story did not direct it. Um, but man, it's it's a gore fest. Um, it's 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 a different premise for sure the, than any other um, Texas Chainsaw uh, film. Um, kind of touches on some ideas around like gentrification but end of end of the day it uh just it just lacked some of the substance i think it needed to kind of bring it home mm-hmm. uh it, texas chainsaw massacre 2022 is it's a box of mike and ike's <laughs> okay yeah it's right fine. it's not it's not good and plenty you know it's not yeah, it's not just black the, licorice yeah it, it's yeah it's it that's it's like not enjoyable to chew on yeah but there's 
like there's some fun sugary flavors there. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's and so that's that's Texas Chainsaw Massacre okay. 2022. Yeah, like Mike and I, because I, I back when that came out, I just for whatever reason there's no. I'm not compelled to to watch it. Well, I so right there was the. When when did that? There was another kind of remake or sequel that came out maybe 10, 15, 20 years ago. Well, you had the two thousand three like Jessica Bill. Jessica okay, so Biel. yeah, that's the one I'm thinking and, of. And then it's they like did tw- a sequel to that. Almost one. twenty years ago. Yeah, then yeah. they did a sequel well, to that. So this is twenty twenty two. This is like same hometown. the The idea is like Leatherface went in hiding. Mm-hmm. The the original, you know, uh, final girl who escaped in the okay. original Texas Chainsaw Massacre okay. is, like, older. She became a marshal. She's uh-huh. been hunting Leatherface yeah. for the last 48 years. Couldn't find him. He never resurfaced. Yada, yada, yada. These kind of these folks from out of town are, like, coming into town to revamp the town, you know, and again, like it, it, there, I think there's some interesting premise premises yeah. that are introduced, but they never do a good enough job of kind of establishing it, and it ultimately just very yeah. quickly becomes this gore fest. Yeah. Um, and so it, this is, I would say, this is not as bad as that like early two thousands mm-hmm. kind of a. Uh, re-entree into the mm-hmm. Texas Chainsaw like world but ultimately not as satisfying as, as like it could have been had they spent a little more time maybe further developed the storyline and, and done some, some more interesting things there um, okay. Okay. Uh, and, and that brings me to a film that, that is an older film from 2000 that I had purposely never watched before because I just assumed I knew what this film was. Now, I'm I wasn't shocked uh, with with what I found. Um, but I, I did finally for the very first time watch the Ali Larder Devin Sawa film Final Destination. Oh, okay. Never, I had never seen this film before. Right? <laughs> Directed by James Wong. Yeah. Uh, who you know, went on to direct tons yeah. of, of other things. Um, or, or at least, like, wrote for other things. Uh, you know, there, I think there was a Dragon Ball Z live action film in there somewhere. Mm. Um, I mean, fun premise. Yeah, fun premise. You cheat death. How how do you continue to cheat death? I I think the bigger problem for me is like I never gave a shit about any. I just wanted them all to die. No, it's, it's like it, yeah, it's meant to be just fun ways to watch them all die. Or, and, and just like wait for oh well when will oh, it happen when will it? the yeah, next yeah, person yeah. die? Yeah, a ladder tips over and then you're like oh this is gonna be the moment that, that 
candle got knocked over onto that that oily rag. They're gonna die soon. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it. Look. Again, very interesting premise. Think think there was a lot of yeah. lot that could have been done there. Um. At the end of the day, like what 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 is this? It it's it's like it's nerds. It's like it looks like a lot of fun, <laughs> right? There's there's like a night like oh this is cool pad like cool bright vibrant packaging, yeah. and ultimately it's still it's just it's just like gritty sugar, you know? Yeah, actually. so. Final, final, yeah. final destination. I say jump to the last. I think number five. It's it's kind of fun. Um, I watched that last year. Um, for our, for our I remember bingo. you talking about this, and I think I brought up at that point yeah. that I had never, <laughs> never seen, seen any of the yeah. final destination. Books. No, I think that was on the bingo card. Like watch a fifth, like a fifth sequel of, of number five in a series or something. Um, yeah, and I, I think you were like, I've not seen. <laughs> Yeah, um, two through four, yeah. but I jumped straight jump to five. five. And five's fun. Five's fun. It has it has some fun bits in it that that bring it back to the original idea. Um, but no, Final Destination. Yeah, I, they are what they are. Um, I'll do two quick ones. Um, in that, I'm trying to look at their years. Okay, 2010, 2005. Um, one, I'm just gonna jump out with the candy rating. Um, a candy that's kind of like a bitto honey that you love, like having a a, a piece of bit, like unwrapping that Mary Jane or bitto honey. Um, they taste delicious, but they destroy your teeth. You should never even eat them. Um, they rip out fillings and crowns, and it's just a chore to eat. But somehow, you're enjoying it um, as well. And that describes my experience revisiting Piranha 3D. Um, which Woof. which is somewhat terrible film. Adam Scott, Elizabeth Shue, Jerry O'Connell. Um, Spent all the money on the cast, no money on the script is my guess. Yeah, Richard Dreyfus has a, a bit. Christopher Lloyd. Wait, Dreyfus is in that? Yeah, that's a little callback to um, to Jaws. And um, Eli Roth shows up in it as well, back when Eli Roth was a thing. And so it's terrible, no, no question about it, um, Piranha 3D. And it was, I had it on the shelf, and I'm like, oh, I got this as a previously viewed video from uh, Blockbuster or Hollywood Video, because it still had the, like, PBT sticker or whatever. On, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, but, um, but probably the, definitely the last time I watch it, but, um, cause it's definitely over the top gore, over the top nudity, um, and, and sort of like spring breakers meets like piranha movie, because it's also like all these folks get just all the debauchery, all the folks involved in the debauch, debauchery get murdered and killed by these fish. Was Rip rapping it? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> But um, it was definitely a revisit. Um, I still, I still stand. Jerry O'Connell plays this extreme douchebag, like um, girls rapper with dreadlocks. No, he, no, that's no? that's the other no. um, guy, unfortunately. 
um, which we can't speak of anymore. But but no, Jerry kind of plays this like douchebag, girls gone wild type film producer. Um, is his role in in Piranha 3D? Okay. And he, and he definitely has his comeuppance. Um, that the fists definitely get their way with him, and especially one particular part of his body. Um, oh boy! As well. Well, that's that's a little on the head. Exactly, pun intended. I'm sure, but um, but his performance still is just like it's it's off the rails. It's it's probably the best work he's done. So, so that's the Piranha Three. The best work he's done. <laughs> Um, and then speaking of a film that still holds up that I still really enjoyed that I'm going to award this year's Twizzlers and Cherry Coke Award. I did it last year. Somebody got a Twizzlers and Cherry Coke. Twizzlers and Cherry Coke is the ultimate movie theater snack experience for uh-huh. me. Um, if you get the Twizzlers and Cherry Coke, you're doing something right. I Disney revisited loves it when his teeth hurt when he leaves the movie. Oh, it's He's like, like oh, give me some Twizzlers. Give me some cherry coke. Let's go. It all hurts. Neil Marshall's The Descent. Um, I revisited it even on the crummy DVD transfer that I had. You just have a DVD transfer? I just have a DVD. Oh, um, man. I haven't watched that movie since 2007. Um, I know that because I watched it like when I got home from the hospital with my firstborn son, um, sitting on the couch, rewatched the DVD. The Descent holds up. Still a fun ride. Great film. Great film. We saw that film in the theater, in the theater together. Theater. That's right. We did. And it was one of those when I was ready to go back and see it again. Like, rarely was it what... I, I remember being in the lobby, like, can we go back in there and just watch this again? Just, like, just blown away. Yeah. With how intense and just terrifying... And fun that film was. It's still intense and fun. It's still, I mean, you can look at it. You can Every look time. at it, it different ways. You can look at it just as these women and just kind of them working out um, things between their own relationships and themselves and their own um, things. You could look at it as a monster movie. You can look at it as a cave dwelling movie and just the psychological effects of being in darkness and underground um, have on you. Um, but thoroughly enjoyed it um, the other night, and I didn't expect to like it as much as I did on my third or fourth viewing. I have descent. seen that film no fewer than six times. Yeah. Every time. Every time. Still fucking just... Yeah. Edge of the sea, white knuckle. Have you seen this film, Robbie? I have not. You I was doing my research, and it seems... I like a lot. It seems like, but here's the fun thing about it, because I've done this, and I don't do this in any sort of ill will or just way to be truly deceitful, but um, I've watched it with various individuals who, who don't really know what you're getting into. And I, I did watch no it with my, my wife the other night, and I said, she goes, hey, I'm going to turn, turn in a little early tonight. And I actually said, oh, that's great, because I'm going to watch a movie tonight that I think might be just like a little more intense than you know you know not that she wouldn't watch it but it's like i can get it i don't want to go to bed after watching a movie like an intense yeah. movie yeah um that you're describing you're, you're not going to bed right after you watch it yeah so i said no cool i'm gonna watch the descent tonight um so yeah turn in early but so we started watching it 10 20 minutes in she's like I'm in. Shit, I'm into this. And i said all right but buckle in because you don't know what's gonna you know there's nothing like 
oh, I didn't see that twist coming. It's just, it, it's, it literally is a quote unquote, like a descent, right? Like it just keeps going down. Um, and so I've done it with that. Like uh, one time, the time I watched in 2007, my mom was over and it was one of those things like, I'm watching a movie. I don't know if you want to watch this. And she watched it. And she, so it's just being with a person who's like, what if you drug me into? And I'm like, <laughs> you can walk away at any moment. <laughs> well, but they and, don't. and the beauty, the beauty of that is that's like, that's, that's part of what sets the film yeah. up. Yeah. Right. And, oh my God, it's, it's so in, intense in there. There's a monster element to this, right? But you don't even get to the monster. Like the intensity is ratcheted up through just the process of trying to get through this cave. Yeah, yeah. Right? They go spelunking, they're in a cave, the cave starts to change shape and narrow. And you maybe have some inkling that there's something else in there with them, but you don't really know that. Yeah. Or know what it is until they they have squeezed every ounce of tension out of just the physical cave itself mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. then they're like and now this yeah and you're like holy <laughs> shit yeah yeah so twizzlers and cherry coke so Award. good it's... congratulations the descent oh my god <laughs> i'm intrigued but also terrified of the idea. <laughs> yeah yeah I mean, uh, oh wow! Yeah, so I was like, said I popped the old, old DVD, 480p. Let's do this. <laughs> I mean that that is Neil Marshall's masterwork. Oh, for sure, for sure. Like Dog Soldiers is is really good. It's, that's mm -hmm. up there among like the best werewolf films. Yeah, I've ever seen. Um, you know his work after that. It's yeah. Kind of falls off, but wow, yeah, dude, the descent is it is everything you want in a horror thriller action, like yeah. adventure, like it's an adventure film. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, and, yeah, they're, they're cave diving. Let's go, man! It it really it it sings, mm -hmm. and in the like when it gets to that third act, it's just. I'm here for whatever happens. I don't know. I don't know where this is going. It is going to fuck me up and make me feel anxious. But I'm here for it. Yeah. Oh, man. That holds up. I'm happy to report I, I still had a great time with it. I need to... I know... I'm pretty sure Stacy has seen that and does not want to ever watch it again because of... <laughs> Like how yeah. intense it is, but I'm like I may need to go back and watch this again now. I yeah. love it that much. Um, I recommend it. Oh man. Uh, so moving into my like mid tier two and a half star. So I'm just now into two and a half star rank. Wow. Films. Okay. Wow. Rated yeah. films. Um, <laughs> Robbie's like, how many films are we talking about here? I got three left. I'm, I'm going to try and move I got, real I fast. Three, I got I'm three lump, I have more than that, but I'm going to lump a couple together really quickly. Yeah. Uh, so, I did watch 2021's Candyman. I also watched 
2018's Bird Box. Um, I know. <laughs> completely uh, like separate like yeah, yeah, genre things, films yeah. here. I I maybe I just wanted so much more from the Jordan Peele produced yeah. Candyman remake um, or sequel that was directed by Nia DaCosta, um, who I believe directed The Little Woods. Yeah, that would. I mean, that was yeah, a good, Little so, Woods was a good movie. Phenomenal film, right? So I thought, oh wait, we're throwing these two together. They're they're gonna take Candyman. They're gonna bring Candyman from '90s genre horror into 2020s, and you know, there's gonna be some some level of like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna put some some additional social. Yeah, there's gonna be something here, else really. there. Yeah, yeah. So we get into very early, like, issues of gentrification, the mm-hmm. changing of neighborhoods, the, the evolution um, of the city of Chicago itself, like, because of gentrification um, and, and how this has devastated certain groups of people while advancing others. And, and we have this artist, right, who was born and raised and grew up in poverty, like, in the city. And I just felt like there were there were choices that were made that really took they they distracted from and took away from Mm -hmm. what I wanted this film to be. Yeah. Uh, it's what is what is the candy rating here for Candy Man? For candy man. For the man who hides This is hard. I think I'm trying to think of a candy that like I I always had a lot of it's like Laffy Taffy. Right? It's like you smell it. Like if you were blindfolded and you're like, oh it smells like that smells amazing. That smells like chemical. It's a very strong, like strawberry type flavor. It brings back memories. Like I I'm really excited to just pop this in here, like blindfolded Laffy Taffy. Mm-hmm. It's you think it's gonna be one thing, and it, what you ultimately get, it's not horrible, but it's not satisfying. No, same. I I, I I had to go back and look at my letterbox like obtuse review for it, and I just wrote, um, "What is that saying about best intentions?" Um, was kind of my view on Candyman. Same thing. I, I kind of. Walked away thinking it'd be one thing and walked out kind of disappointed by it. But again, I, you could tell they were they was trying to be more. But I, 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 part of me felt like I was like I don't know if Candyman's that movie. You know that I don't know if it's if that's the movie that it it, it needs that. Do do that in something else. But I don't know. So I was kind of same. I kind of I was like, oh, okay, Candyman. I don't know why I got excited. You know, I went in excited. I, that was a fun. I was a Clyde Barker fan and a Candyman, and it wasn't anything to do with like oh, taken away from what Candyman is. No, I wanted like you. I wanted it to be, wanted it to grow and evolve. It just yes. didn't. It just yeah. I don't know, it just, some something didn't click. It, yeah, and it, exactly. I that's that's kind of what. I think that is that is the 
easiest way to say that. Just there were so many things I wanted for this. Wasn't basing those expectations on, oh, I need it to be this follow-up. No, 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 no. It was, I want this to be something different. I want it to be an evolved version of this. And it it started down that path, but just never yeah. kind of became fully realized. Um, and that that brings me to Bird Box. Um, this was when I this, I completely wrote it off. It did, the premise sounded absolutely foolish to me. <laughs> uh, I mean, somehow, right? Like, what's the one that uh, John Krasinski directed? The The Quiet Place. The Quiet Place, right? Yeah. This is like, uh, it's The Quiet Place, but like, oh no, you can talk, you just can't see. Yeah. It's The Blind Place. Um, and I had zero expectations for this. I expect it to be horrible from the beginning. What I will say is this. I've come to realize as I've gotten older that writing Sandra Bullock off as just like America's sweetheart mm -hmm. was kind of a foolish thing. Yeah. She is an actually, she's a very capable and very accomplished actress. I think she is very good at honing into certain aspects of just creating very human roles. Like, like she's very good at making. Or embodying humanity in whatever role it is she takes on. I think her performance in this is is good. Like, it's very good. Um, the film itself, I just struggle to, like, really understand what they're trying to do. So much of the time is spent in the past establishing the why of the present that I never fully feel invested in the present. Mm -hmm. And and so it's 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 like Cracker Jack, right? It's this candy, like it's this kettle, this caramel popcorn in a box with really kick-ass prizes has now evolved into well, it's lackluster stale caramel popcorn in a box with really all, shitty yeah. prizes, and it's all stuck um, together as so, one brick. Yeah, and it's. And that's that's kind of how Bird Box felt to me. It's like it's it's not wholly original, but it's it it is a thing that should seem familiar and comforting, and you should have certain expectations for. But ultimately, it just kind of doesn't deliver in the end. Mm. I, I I will say. Besides Sandra Bullock, I, I do think Travante Rhodes, um, who is also in Twilight, um, fantastic performance. I think the kids in this are very adorable, and they do the best with what little they're given to do. But yeah, Bird Box, man. It's a, it's a box with birds. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, and at the bottom, there's supposed to be a prize, but it's 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 not a 3D like hologram. Like it's not. Oh, here's a hologram no, like, graphic ring. It's like, well, it's, here's a shitty sticker that's supposed to be holographic, but the minute you put yeah, it down, it doesn't just, doesn't matter which direction you shine light on it from. It still looks the same. 
a string attached to a little like red. Have you seen loop. Bird Box? I yeah, saw that. Ro Robbie's seen it. it. Netflix hype. It was mm -hmm. fine. It's fine, yeah, right. Like I barely remember it. I remember like her going down a boat. I think at some point in a blindfold. Yeah. That's that is the present day setting. Is her in a fucking <laughs> shitty like fishing boat? Like, and, and, in, uh, who's the old man that's in it? Um, Malkovich. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, John Malkovich is oh, in it. Oh, John Malkovich is in it. Completely forgot yeah. that. All right, cool. Yeah, I mean, very. It's a small part plays it over the top. Right. Interesting cast for just a eh, movie. Sarah Paulson's in it for like a oh, hot I, like I, five minutes. I do remember her. No, I remember her being in it. Um, Rosa Salazar, who I, I do think is a really Lil Rel Howry's in this. Like, okay. Oh, Machine Gun Kelly is in this fucking oh, movie. By the way, I didn't, I didn't need to know. Small that. part. Yeah. But it's it just never yeah, no. lives up to what it could have been. With a little, maybe just a little more time refining yeah. the screenplay. I think Robbie's right. It was definitely part of that, like Netflix hype when it came out. It was one of those bigger Netflix moments. Um, like, I, hey, we got Sandy Bullock. We got everybody, Sandy everybody Bullock in a film. Yeah, we got it. Um, I'll do two quick ones. This is these are still pulling from the DVD collection. Um, both were surprises that I owned, and I got semi excited. Um, these are like anthology series movies with multiple singles. Yeah, both of these. I was like, what? I own this? Um, I'm going to watch all of these. So the first one, um, I have a disc, one of these Walmart-type purchases, um, you know, like eight films on one disc-type deals. Um, this, so what you're saying is has super good picture quality. Oh, it's, it's great. Quality. But you know what? It's somewhat fitting for what you're watching. So I, I did watch The Prophecy, from 1995, Christopher Walken. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you're like, I'm in. There's five films in the Prophecy series that I There own. are. Um, Eric Stoltz, right? This like angels battling each other on Earth. Oh, you know. Christopher um, Walken perching on the back of a fucking chair. That's right, and and Stoltz does it. Viggo Mort Mortensen in it as like playing Lucifer. Um, this this holy war happening on Earth. Yeah. Um, so I have this disc that has all five prophecy films on one disc. And it's, I, I've done number one. I did number one. Um, I'm, my, one of my goals is to see at least two or three. At first, when I found this disc in the box unpacking, I was like, oh, we're doing all five. Like, we're doing two tonight. We're going to keep going. Um, I learned not, that was a little too lofty of a goal. Um, getting yeah, through part, yeah, that's getting, bad idea. Getting through part one, but but I definitely watched the prophecy part one. I, I hope to see at least one or two more by when we talk again at the end of the month, so I can say, hey, prophecy two, prophecy three. Um, here's where we're at. Um, but I don't think I'll get through all five. I have not watched it since the very first time I saw. Same, I haven't seen it since you know I rented it at Blockbuster on a VHS probably. But I, I fucking loved the prophecy. <laughs> no, I like, think everyone I who saw loved it, it. Yeah, I think anybody who saw it of the time has positive memories of it. Again, I was pumped and excited when I pulled this out of a box and it was like, holy shit, I own five prophecy films. Um, and so oh. I immediately went and popped that disc in and watched part one. 
Well, so they they work in like this backstory of like with indigenous people, yeah. right? And, yeah. uh-huh. and and you get like Christopher Walken is the like the archangel Gabriel. Yes. And yes. he like a fucking just perches on the back of a fucking <laughs> chair. Yeah. Like it's insane. Yeah. Completely insane. Uh who else? Virginia Madsen is in yep, this? She is, yep, she is. She plays Adam Goldberg. Um, Oh yeah, Adam Goldberg is like is like is he's like Gabriel's. Um, he's sort of anybody who wants to kill like wants to die or kill themselves. He he takes them up like he, they become his servant because they're like barely holding on to life. Uh, yeah, and he won't let them cross over. Yeah, it, it like I know you mentioned Vigo, but like crazy ass Amanda Plummer. Yep. Mm-hmm. Who who is the what's the character from Pulp Fiction? I don't remember. Yeah, like, she's like Eli. Um, not Eli. Um, Eli Ross, Tim, like Tim Ross, who, Tim Ross girlfriend. Tim Ross Tim girlfriend. Ross, that's yeah. right. Who's like nobody fucking move? Yeah, because she gets taken after she she becomes his new sort of um person that he has to control to kind of gets his stuff done in the world. Like he needs somebody. Like she drives because. Christopher Walken as Archangel Gabriel can't drive. An angel, he's, like, he's not he's driving. Like, I don't know how to drive a car. Uh, I don't, so know. I don't know how cars work. So definitely a fun revisit. Um, I don't really have a good candy rating for it, but you know, that's just when you're at the house. That's the house that gives you like just a religious pamphlet. You always get one. Um, you get the little. The it good looks news. like a dollar bill folded in half. Yep. Yep. The good it's... news. <laughs> the good news. <laughs> you get the good news on that one. Um, because, like I said, the prophecy definitely oh. it, listen. It, it definitely doesn't hold up to the, the pleasant memories we had in, in, in our childhood of our teenage sure. years seeing it. But, sure. but it definitely was a fun revisit. Um, the other fun revisit, real quick, another one I pulled out and was like, "Holy shit, I own this!" Um, was the I know I've I have the I know what you did last summer. Box set. Um, yeah, like it's the two movie set because I think there's three in the series. Um, but okay. this was numbers one and two with um, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Jennifer Love Hewitt's not yeah. in like part three, and because um, um, that came out years later, and um, Freddie Prince Jr., etc. I mean, it is exactly you what, mean, Mr. Sarah Michelle Geller, exactly who Sarah Michelle Geller is in the first one. Um, much like your final destination, it's it just. You know, it's fun. It is what it is. It is of the era and the time. It's you don't really care about any of these teenagers you know, that much. You know, they all get killed off one on one, one one at a time. But I was glad I kind of went back to it. So, um, but also, you know, I'll, I'll give this a Reese's peanut butter pumpkin. You know, you indulge. You indulge. Love it. Um, so those are all mine except my uh, my one last one. So um, we'll let you kind of lump some together, and then I'll when it's my turn, I'll end on my last one. All right. So I'm going to be hyper aggressive here with yeah, hyper aggressive. Just you can just throw some ratings. Um, out. I am. So 2020 is the rental directed by Dave Franco. Saw it. Up. Uh, Liked it. Starring at the Al- Allison Brie. She's in it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. His, well, his wife. Allison Brie. Uh, it's co. I think the screenplay was co-written by Joe Swanberg, um, Dan yeah. Stevens from The Guest, and mm-hmm. uh, Downton Abbey uh, is is also in this. Um, 
lot more fun than I expected it to be. Uh, does it pay off the way I wanted it to? No. Toby Huss is in this, who is already the strongest man in the world from Pete and Pete. Uh, as well as he was in that show uh, about the early days of the interwebs. Um, fuck, what is it? I I watched I watched the whole series. Uh, had a, a Scoop oh. McNary in it. Halt and Catch Fire. That's the one I was okay. trying to think of. There it is. Um, Toby Huss is in this. It, it's it is it's a film that points you in a couple of different directions ultimately does not end up where you want it to be or thought it would go i would say again this is a the rental um it's it is a it's it's a bite-sized snickers Mm -hmm. right it's like it's like it's satisfying but like you want more you know yeah um that's that's the rental um buried uh 2010s oh buried um, starring ryan reynolds right ryan reynolds of yeah. you know welcome to wrexham and deadpool fame wow um, I think it's the guy the mint the guy who owns mint mobile mint mobile they yeah, like guy. he owns mm-hmm. mint mobile also mm-hmm. apparently he has a gin company okay yeah uh it's about planes there are planes involved in the gin Making process, maybe? I don't know. Anyway, that guy. Blake Lively's husband. That's how I know him. Um, he In this, this uh, 2010 film where he is in a coffin the entire time, it's like 90 minutes of yeah. him in a coffin uh, have you seen, have you seen with him a cell phone. I had not seen it Okay, before. okay. My, I've seen it, and I really liked it when I saw it. So that was my question. Like, I can't imagine ever watching it again, though. Um, so I watched it because Stacy mm-hmm. really liked it, and she's like, "You've never seen it. You should watch it." Yeah. So I think she's seen this at least three times at this oh, point. Wow. She okay. still thinks it holds yeah. up. Yeah, it's a really good. It's a, it's no, really it good. It's really good. No, my thought like rewatching it because it's like okay, yeah, because it takes place in a coffin. Majority. It's of like home. lock inside of a coffin yeah. and not a car. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so I mean, we we joked previously about Locke's status in the A twenty four. JB, you know, is all move about over it. moonlight. Um, yeah. JB loves Locke. I I thought Locke was really good. I would I would prefer to watch Ryan Reynolds in a coffin on a phone than Tom Hardy in a car on a phone. I'll get behind that. So, um, this the. This is this is like just it's just the peanut butter filling of a Reese's cup because <laughs> it's like it's like trapped inside. Yeah, it's yeah. very good and mm-hmm. it's it's stuck in something that it's it actually overwhelms what's outside of it, right? Because yeah. I mean that's that's one of the things with Reese's peanut butter cups. I feel like the peanut butter always just overtakes all does, the chocolate it does. It does. because there's so much of it right there in the middle. Um. I go from there to uh, another film that I had never watched because I wrote it off, like apparently I'm an asshole does. Yeah. Uh, but I watched 1999's The Mummy. This is like, like the original The Mummy, like the Brendan whales, Fraser. the whales, Brendan Fraser. Yes, 
you know. Yeah. Encino yeah. Man's Brendan Fraser. No, um, okay. Encino Man's, like, uh, I mean, The Whale uh, is supposed to yes. be the new, his new film coming out that everybody loves, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, Rachel think Weiss. Seen, I think I've seen The Mummy. I think I saw it in the theater. I, I thought, like, no, every times. What's that, Robbie? I've been on the roller coaster a lot of times. I know that. I think I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've been on the coaster enough to think I've, I've seen this. I've been on the coaster enough to know what the movie is. Exactly. Like, Dwayne or The Rock's, like, first appearance. Yeah, it's well, like that Mania. was the score. That, it he, led to the I, Scorpion I don't know which King. mummy film that is. And then there was a spinoff of Scorpion King with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Um, what yeah. I will say about The Mummy, like the original The Mummy, uh, it was far more entertaining than I expected it to be. I'm sure, yeah. Like, it was it was a fun little ride. Um, it's like pack, It's a little, like, package of Pop Rocks. Like, it's nothing yeah. spectacular. But you love but them it, Pop there Rocks. there was more inside than what you yeah. are kind of expecting. Um, it, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, right. I'll leave. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> okay. Um. And same, same. The Black Phone. Oh yes. Twenty twenty two's the Black Phone. Uh, Ethan Hawke in Jesus Christ, the most non-Ethan Hawke role you will ever see Ethan Hawke in. Terrifying. Okay. Like menacing. Absolutely, like absolutely, utterly menacing. Um, and and this is from a screenplay where I this is the same guy who I I mean he's written other like horror films, but like he co-wrote Doctor Strange. Really? Um, I guess he 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 wrote. The the sinister and sinister two, okay. Uh, okay. But just like if if you don't want to feel icky about Ethan Hawke, don't watch this. Well, you know, I'm just waiting for like, it to pop up somewhere to stream, or like it, it it tempts me when I pass it at like the grocery store in Redbox. I got a free Redbox rental waiting. I mean. Look, it's it's directed and, and co-written by Joe Hill, who is Stephen King's son. Okay. Right. Uh, he he co or he wrote Horns. Right. Okay. The the horror yeah. film. Um. But okay. man, it. I think this is a really good. I, I do I I thought the the lead in this uh, the, the young actor Mason Thomas was really really good. Uh, Jeremy Davies is in this, being just cla- like just classic mm-hmm. weird ass Jeremy Davies. Um, it's it's worth it's it is absolutely worth your time. No, all the, like, all the all the chatter here is positive. So, I mean, it, 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 it might make it. I might make make it to it before the the month ends out. I have no reason not to, other than I just got a, yeah. This is it's it's a left twix. 
Okay. Oh, the left Twix. It's not a whole packet of Twix, yeah. like it's, but it's it's the left Twix. Mm -hmm. Um, it 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 satisfies. You know, the, there's there's enough happening there that you want to go back for more. Um, but Jesus Christ, did it make me really kind of feel weird okay. about Ethan Hawke and simultaneously respect his acting chops a bit more? Because it's the least Ethan Hawke I've seen Ethan Hawke play in a really long time. Yeah. Right. Cool. I mean, I saw him in, you know, Moon Knight. But it's, this is something wholly different. So I, I've never seen Ethan Hawke do this. I don't know, man. And it's absolutely nice. That's it. enough for me. Loved it. Nice. Um, I think I beyond that I have only I think I only have two, three. No, I have three films left, but they're all four star. Films. All right. So I'll, I'll, and two I'll, of them are very directly related, and one of them is like my if you only see one film this Halloween season, oof, that's, that's, that's see this film. Wow. Yeah. All right. So we'll end on your three. Um, here. I'll just say this. My last one that I watched last night, talked a little bit about it in our Patreon pre-show. Um, Y'all probably remember a couple years ago, um, Crystal Pepsi was re-released um, very briefly. You could buy Crystal There's Pepsi. No fanfare whatsoever. Yeah, it just kind of came out. Some folks, no one was they asking. No one yeah. was asking for Crystal Pepsi to come back. Um, and Robbie, I don't even know if it was even on your radar, but at some point, I, I recall the comeback, but not the original. Yes. I, I think sometime around the same time, they re-released Zima they to the have. same they, lack of fanfare that Crystal Pepsi have. was released. And I will say... Zima, the Crystal Pepsi of the alcoholic beverage world. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did probably track... I did track down one bottle of Crystal Pepsi back when it was re-released a couple years ago. Um, and I was like, yeah, fine. <laughs> it's Crystal Pepsi. Um, but... Yeah, it was it was a drink no one was asking for, and was really not all that memorable at the end of the day. And and that is my my candy rating for this final film I'm getting is um, Rob Zombie's The Monsters on Netflix. His re-release reboot. It's not even a reboot. It's it's a prequel to the TV series. Um, what? Yeah, it's a prequel, and that is the problem with this film. Now, The Monsters. Like Crystal Pepsi, not good. Not good at all. Was it, like, I mean, and maybe I'm wrong, because I, when both of these series came out, like, I was not even a thought or no, a wisp yeah. of a thought no, of course, in yeah. anyone's mind. But the Munsters was, like, was was that a ripoff of the Adams family? To my understanding, they I mean one might have influenced the other, but they came out really close to one another. I did think Adams Family yes. came first. And then within a year we have the Munsters. Um, as a kid, coming home from elementary school, I would go to my grandmother's and I would watch the Munsters every day. It would come on on some cable channel. Um, two block two back to back episodes of the Munsters back to back. So I that watched was probably the, just local, and it could have been local thing, yeah. yeah. So I watched a lot of the monsters um, as a I kid, did too. And, and really liked it. Um, 
Rob Zombie's The Monsters is a weird movie. Um, it's definitely kid-friendly. There's nothing inappropriate in this um, thing. And I think the most inappropriate thing in this is um, early on... Um, Gary Moon Zombie takes her top Sherry, off. And no, L- Lily yeah. Munster, who's played by Sherry Moon Zombie, she goes on a date with um, like a Nosferatu-style vampire. And he takes her kind of to his place, like he's standing outside of her door, and a neon sign pops on, and it says, like, if the coffin's a rock and don't come a knockin', um, flashes up on neon sign. And then she's like, gross, I'm leaving, and she walks away. Um, and leaves. So that's the closest to maybe like an inappropriate joke in, in the, in the mm-hmm. whole movie for kids. Um, it's low-hanging fruit. Yeah, and it's super corny. It's super awkward. Um, but the majority of the film is just how they come together. How Herman Munster mm-hmm. and Lily Munster and, and the Count or Grandpa, how everybody gets connected. And so most of it takes place in Transylvania, um, not on Mockingbird Lane, not at the house, um, which to me, that's part of what the monsters is all about. These, these monsters who live in Living suburbia in... and yeah. they work a nine to five job um, and they're just awkward and clumsy in, in, in everyday society. Um, but instead, most of it is them living in monster land. Um, coming together. So that part of the movie, though, there's plenty of things that make me laugh. Herman Munster's in this like punk rock band um, early on in a club, and his his lyrics of his songs are ridiculous. Um, but the movie, like I said, I was bored half the time through it, but then there's things that would make me laugh. It's not in black and white, but from what I hear, Rob Zombie wasn't allowed to do it in black and white. Um, I, it would have worked better in black and white. So it's in like a really technicolor style look. It looks beautiful. Like on HD, on your TV, streaming, um, it looks great. Um, I, I thought it was the set design, all of it is top notch. Um, really, really good. It's the performances that are lacking and just mm-hmm. 75% of the film feels like it's just meandering and going nowhere. Um, mm-hmm. But once they, the, once they get to Mockingbird Lane and once they, they buy the house there and, they, and the three of them move together, um, Herman, Lily, and, and Grandpa, um, they gel, it's funny, it's quirky, it feels like the show, but also different. Um, and that's, mm-hmm. I feel like that's what the movie needed to be, not this. No one needs the origin story of the monsters um, at well, all. That, and that's odd to me because wasn't there uh, – maybe it was a couple of years. I don't remember exactly when, but wasn't there supposed to be like a kind of revised monsters TV series? Well, I know there's one called, coming. Called, like, Mockingbird, Mockingbird Lane. Lane which that, is like, by, Brian Singer was involved yeah. with. I don't and Jerry Connell. I don't know if it... I mean, yeah, I don't know if it ever got released or past pilot phase. But... So this movie, like I said, I, it, it, this is a weird one. I recommend The Monsters. I think it's an interesting movie to watch. Uh, if anyone has 
you don't even have to be a fan of the monsters. It's, it's just a weird movie to show up in 2022 by Rob Zombie. Yeah. Who um, is definitely doing something different. Um, we know he's a skilled director. Um, we know he's a guy with vision and, and whatnot. But it's... I can't quite place my finger on like what's completely wrong with it. I mean, what's wrong? the Herman Munster, though you don't want a spinning image of uh, an impersonation of um, the original Herman Munster. Yeah. But even this one just feels cartoonish versus um, the, I don't know, the different layers that um, the original had. But I don't know, like, it's just a weird one. Like, Crystal Pepsi, you want to taste it, you want to try it. I would, if you had a Crystal Pepsi in front of you, I would say drink it. Um, you might not love it, but you can say you drank it. It's the same thing with the Munsters. It's, it's on Netflix. When I got streaming back and the internet, it was the first thing I, I couldn't wait to watch. Um, it's totally divisive on the internet right now with the, the film. Um, but it's, it's like the Crystal Pepsi debate all over again, man. It really is. And it's, it's, it's the weirdest thing where I recommend, like, this is not a good movie. You should watch it. Um, but it's not like, oh, watch this because it's so bad. You'll enjoy it. Like, it's, it's, you'll, it's, no, watch to see if you can figure out what's going on. Like, can you figure out? Okay. It's almost like we talked, we've made some David Lynch jokes. Like, it's kind of like maybe Rob Zombie's trying to make a Lynch film. Um, okay. I don't know. It's, and, and all the jokes are corny. Um, and, and I, and I love every single one of them. Um, as well. So no, I, I, the I think that, that review has me more interested in seeing it than I would have been <laughs> otherwise. Yeah. It's like, I kind of want to watch it again in some <laughs> weird way. <laughs> so anyway, that's what I'm in right. um, for that for, for, for me. So I'm out. That Those are my, that's where I'm at at the halfway point. All right. Your final three. Final three. Man. Top three. Uh, <laughs> well, at that at the thirteenth day point, um, so I get two of these are connected films, so I'm just gonna throw them both out there. These I think were films that I kind of initially wrote off because they just seemed I I don't know they seemed like throwaway films maybe. Wow. Um, but they aren't at all, <laughs> and they both work for different yet similar reasons um it's it's like a slasher film meets groundhog day oh i know what you're gonna say happy death day and happy death day to you yeah two ones i still want to i've never seen them i want to see them they are so they're so much fun like it's horror comedy the way horror comedy should be uh i enjoyed Every minute of both of these hour and 30-ish, 34, hour and 40-ish minute long films. Um, since you've never seen it, I don't want to give too much away. Happy Death Day. I was in like 10 minutes in. I was like, I'm in for whatever, wherever this is going, whatever it's doing. This is, this is fun. Yeah, and it just proceeded to continue to be more and more fun 
And then I was like, how do they make a sequel? Um, and they introduced this sci-fi element into the horror comedy, and it works. And, you know, the second one, just as much fun for similar reasons. Right. Um, I think Jessica Roth is fantastic in this. They, the casting is really solid. Like, these are not household names. They're not people that, that are, like, cropping up in a bunch of different places. Um, but the female lead is is really... She she really sells it. Uh, I, apparently, she was in La La Land. Did not know that. Um, but she is, she is fantastic. Uh, Jessica Roth. Uh, in 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 both of these these films, um, they are they're they're like that that it's a it's a it's that full size pack of peanut M and M's. Nice, you always want this. It's just like it's you know like yeah. you don't get as many as you get with like the regular M and M's. But what you're getting is. Better. But what you're getting is bite like it's really good. Yeah. You know? Um I I I think that, that these two these two together, the full size pack of peanut M&Ms mm -hmm. and your 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 little Halloween basket, your little plastic orange pumpkin jack-o'-lantern yeah. with the black strap. <laughs> Cause that's that's what I trick-or-treated with when I was a kid. That's right. Not these fucking stupid bags that kids have that are reusable and not made of plastic and don't destroy the environment. Get, give me those orange plastic pails that are earth death pails. Those are too small. You're out of earth too quick. Yeah, well, you know what? I've got a second one that's going to kill the earth just as fast as the first one. And I'm walking around with... I'll fucking put it on a goddamn stick and walk around like a hobo. Just pillowcase and then you halfway through you empty it so you act like you didn't get any candy yet and then you see this is the problem with modern america it's just it's all about <laughs> me 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 and how can i get more than yeah. my fair share of candy i'll change mask and walk back to all the houses again <laughs> a second time with my oversized pillowcase that I already dumped behind the bushes over here and where, where did this generation learn that from <laughs> i not me. My parents or grandparents, the boomers, man. Yes, <laughs> boom, booming it up. All right, what's your your final one? Final one uh, at at what we'll call the the ceremonial like halfway point. Yeah. I'm I'm a fan of this director. You're a fan of this director, yeah, I, Jesse. I, think I know what this is. Yeah. Holy I, shit. I don't think Robbie's seen it. X. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ty West. Mia Goth. Jenna Ortega. Brittany Snow. Kid Cuddy. Kid Cuddy, y'all. Holy all, all Cuddy. shit. Go get you some X. Yeah. I can't Cuddy. wait for Pearl. I cannot wait for Pearl. Because if Pearl is even remotely as good as this, which all reviews are saying they Pearl say is better. better. They say it's better. Already out, isn't it? Yeah. What theaters, yeah. I I this film is 
it's such a throwback to really great 70s horror cinema. Mm -hmm. The the comedies balance the the gore is there, the kills are there, the weird creepy like old people in 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 rural America are there. Everyone's there. Yeah. And Mia Goth is fantastic. And I don't want to ruin this for anyone, but the thing that becomes apparent is the thing I figured it out like this, but I was still sold. Yeah, yeah. I was in for the the entirety of the ride. Um. Oh man, it's and they uh, announced the third one too. They announced the third one. Yeah, that, I mean, that, yeah they, they did green light a third film. Wow, they, wow. So there will be a. X three X's on it. There, okay. Yeah, there will be an X trilogy. That's so, awesome. well, yeah, cause I know like Super. X, they they filmed he filmed at the same time. Yes. Um, so this will be interesting to see now with um, a little time between them. But no, that's great. Yeah, X is X was um, a great, great Just, film. Saw it earlier in the year. Yeah, it's it's everything people sold it as mm-hmm. plus. I just I, I don't think you can fully I I just I don't think you can fully sell this film for what it is. Mm-hmm. Um and you shouldn't. Like I think the less people come into this, like the less expectations people come into this film with, the more rewarding it is. Mm-hmm. And I came in with super high expectations and was still just yeah, rewarded in every way I wanted to be plus. Um brilliant yeah like just brilliant it's 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 the accidental like reese's easter egg that ended up in your your (laughs) halloween basket right the reese's easter egg is the best version of a reese's it's true peanut butter chocolate chocolate peanut butter ratio yeah there is no yeah there there's no comparable no other version of of a Reese's, no, with the proper ratio of peanut butter to chocolate. It really is. Yeah, that's it. That's the pinnacle. Mm-hmm. This is the Reese's peanut butter egg that somehow it wasn't spoiled, it wasn't tainted, it wasn't sullied. It was just left over from earlier in the year, and these people are like, well, we're both, just, both. We're, you know what, we're just handing out candy. This they is in a, the basket. Yeah, it's in the bowl. A, they, they had a case of them somehow, and they just yeah. boom, boom, boom. And you got home, and you found that, and you knew what it was. I got a Reese egg. And it still blew, like, still blew your mind, right? It blew your mind that you got it to begin with, but the minute you tasted it, it blew your mind again at how good it was. Perfectly fresh. And that's X. It's if if you aren't gonna bother to see any other horror film, this. October. It's 2022, yeah. Just get... Rent it. Buy it. Find it streaming for free somewhere, if that's the case. But watch X. That's it. Nice. All right. So that's where we're at. October 13th. We've, we've talked a lot of films. 
the next episode will be even longer because we'll have more movies to talk about, more days. Um, let's we have to this. find a better format to like. Well, listen, we've been. It's been a year. We've been rusty. We've been excited to jump back into Spooky Movie Month. We had a lot to say to each other. Now, well, we've had our system. So next time we'll just be like, I don't know, uh, Final Destination Two Skittles. Next, you, you know. Prophecy. It smelled like one thing, but tasted like another. I don't know. <laughs> Prophecy 2, now and laters. Lime flavor, next. <laughs> the, the literal worst, <laughs> maybe the worst candy is now and later. Yeah, and that's a little, like, packet squares. All right, so let's end um, any sort of um, movies any of us really hope to see in the second half. Um, Robbie, how about you? Any, any things either we've mentioned or, like, hey, I'm going to branch out. I'm going to go. I'm, this is our goal setting. Intrigued to get in like the uh, old campy horror stuff. Okay. Like any particular I titles, or you're like, hey, I'm gonna find something. This I was gonna go look at stuff that you watched. Like, what was the uh, the the uh, Jaws remake? Not remake, but what that Piranha movie, Piranha 3D. No, what was it? It was one of the first ones you said. That was like the... Oh, that Humanoids from the Deep? Yep, that's the one. Hey, I got the Blu-ray. I'll drop it off in Carline. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like, what is this? Dig, into, dig into that like Roger Corman-esque yeah, yeah. Like, catalog if you want camp. Yeah. Um, yeah, Life Force. I mean, that's not Roger Corman, Life Force. But he has that um, Planet of Terror, I think, um, is um, another fun one. Anyway. Toby Hooper's Life Force is just, yeah. it's fun because it's, it falls in the category. So, you, I'll, actually, I'm not even going to look up. There's a British horror, like, studio called Hammer. They get oh, Hammer, yeah. Films. Hammer Films. Yeah. Hammer Films. Just go down a rabbit hole with Hammer Films. And. Got it. And I'm excited to Life see what Force kind of falls into yeah. that Hammer Films territory. All right. And it's 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 right. it's a fun that's a fun little place to go. Yeah. All right, Gabriel. Any, any movie or two you're hoping to to hit on? Anything like? I, oh, you know. I mean, I like I I I do. I have a list. Um, Pearl is yeah. Pearl. Like, that's I Pearl's mean that's I hope for me. See. That's yeah. That's Pearl's the on, one on that's like front of mind. I feel like I need need to to get my hands on. Yeah, I'll be disappointed if I don't see Pearl this month. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they, they, like there there's always new stuff kind of cropping up on okay. various streaming no, platforms. One, I mentioned a few, like obviously I have my Argento goal. Um, I got. I'm hoping to get through some more prophecy films. Um, but the other one I'm, I'm kind of excited for that that dropped just in time for for October is the on Hulu the new Hellraiser um, film. Um, David yes. Bruckner, who also did the Night House, which I like the Night House film. Yep, um, I've heard mixed things about Hellraiser. This is sort of like a reboot slash reimagining slash recasting. Um, a female hell priestess. Doug Bradley's yep. out. Um, I've I've seen, you know, 
all the Hellraisers, all nine or ten of them, whatever they are. So don't um, you own all those? Yeah, I do, I do, I do. I wasn't going to the... go that far. I reveal that much, but um, I, yeah, I do have all of them. Minus minus the one or two that just released to like keep the mm-hmm. the the license and and whoever owns it. Um, but but no, so yeah, so Hellraiser is the one. I, I definitely it was the Monsters and Hellraiser were the two like recent releases that I I hope to see. So I'll I'll, I'll report back on Hellraiser um, via via Hulu. So, I I also have the new Hellraiser near the top of my list of yeah. of things to see. Um, I did. I additionally, I'm very curious about the invitation. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious. I I don't know what that ultimately yeah, I'm, will I'm look quite, like or be. I'm not quite there to like. Hey, I gotta. Um, I gotta see it, but. I'm curious. I'm also curious about the Barbarians and um, House of Darkness. Oh, Barbarian. Barbarian, that's what it is, yeah. Yeah. I'm curious yeah, about so that. I'm, I'm almost... I'm 95% certain that I will rent Barbarian this weekend. Okay, okay. That's... Again, also, that's... Yeah. I mean, that's it's like top three on the list. Um... I think I forgot to even mention it because my intention is to literally, because I, I almost rented it the other night. I was like, mm. "What do I have to do to rent Barbarian?" I, I I've seen so here. many good things. I had a friend who's watched <laughs> yeah. it and has recommended it, and it's like that's a foregone conclusion that I will watch Barbarian in the very, very near future. Cool. All right. Well, I think we're at a good spot. It's it's. It's been, um, like I said, this is a weird welcome back because we've, we've, we've already recorded some welcome backs. So hopefully those, again, will find a light of day. But we yeah. either have one of those next or part two at the end of the month of our um, spooky movie month. And then eventually we'll just get rolling into normal life. So I mean, uh, is, any, is anybody really just, like, stoked and excited to, like, watch Morbius this month? I mean, I don't think it's, um, yeah. We'll find out next it's... episode on <laughs> the greatest movies of all time. Um, Gabriel, Robbie, thank you. Um, it's great to be of back course. in Spooky Movie Month. And uh, until next time. Boom. Halloween spooks outside my window.